Hello everyone, this is Zain from the Zain Jain, back with another Motorwasher podcast. Today, we are going to discuss AFR. This is going to be very interesting and quite technical. So, we have divided this into two parts. Part one, we are going to discuss what exactly is AFR, why is it important, and what do we need to know about it. In part two, we will discuss what actually can we do about it. What can we do to our motorcycles in order for us to be using AFR to its maximum capacity. So let's get started. So what exactly is AFR? AFR stands for air to fuel ratio. If you think about your engine, there is a fixed amount of volume inside your engine, which is denoted by the total capacity, the total CC of your motorcycle engine. Inside that total volume, you have a fixed amount of air and a fixed amount of fuel going inside the engine. The ratio of these two volumes is called the air to fuel ratio. Now, why is this important? If in an engine there is too much fuel inside the combustion chamber and not enough air, what is going to happen is a lot of the fuel is going to remain unused, it's going to remain unburnt, and it's just going to go straight into the exhaust. On the other hand, if there is too much air and not enough fuel, what is going to happen is all of the fuel is going to get burnt, yes, but you are not using the total capacity of your motorcycle's engine, which means you can put in more fuel and you can produce more power out of it. More power never hurt anybody. This is why it's important for us to calculate the air to fuel ratio and make sure that we are using the total potential of our motorcycle's engine. Now, if you know your chemistry, you know that for any chemical reaction, there is a chemical equation. This chemical equation can be used to calculate a lot of factors. In this particular case, we can use it to calculate the right amount of air and fuel that needs to go inside the engine. If you do the calculation behind it, that theoretical, mathematically calculated value is called the stoichiometric ratio. Now, this mathematically calculated value, the stoichiometric ratio, is 14.7 is to 1 for petrol, which means for 1 gram of petrol, you need 14.7 grams of air for there to be complete clean combustion without any extra residual of any of the fuel or air inside the engine. Now, I mentioned for petrol because this stoichiometric ratio is different for different fuels. So, for petrol, it's 14.7 is to 1. For diesel, it's 14.4 is to 1 or roughly there. For ethanol, it's 9 is to 1. And for nitromethane, which is used in the top fuel tractors, you know, the long cars that go really, really fast in a straight line. For that, it's 1.7 is to 1. So it changes drastically, the stoichiometric ratio. Now, if an engine is not running optimally at the stoichiometric ratio, it can either be two scenarios. Scenario one, where there is not enough fuel in the engine, which means there is more air than fuel in the engine, which means your stoichiometric ratio would be higher than 14.7 is to 1 for petrol. This is termed as a lean mixture. On the other hand, you can have not enough air. You can have too much of fuel. In that case, for petrol, the stoichiometric ratio would be lower than 14.7 is to 1. Now, as you can imagine, this can get quite confusing if you're using, if you're working on multiple fuels. This is why engineers came up with something called as lambda. You will hear a lot of people use the term lambda and it is actually quite widely used in the between tuners for them to be able to understand. 
But since we are only going to be talking about one fuel, petrol, which is in the vast majority of our motorcycles, we don't need to confuse ourselves with Lambda and all its intricacies. We will only be talking in AFR numbers around 14.7 and so on and so forth, just to keep things quite simple. Now, before we go ahead, we need to discuss something important. If you think about it, the amount of air going inside your engine is pretty much going to remain fixed unless you make any physical modifications to your motorcycle. If you mess with the exhaust, if you change your air filter, if you do anything to your throttle body or your cylinder head, that is when the amount of air that goes inside your engine changes. Apart from that, the amount of air that goes inside your engine remains fixed. The thing that can change though is the amount of fuel. In the earlier days, it used to be done with a few screws on a carburetor. In the modern day, it is done with the wizardry of technology with some laptops and cables and whatnot. In either of those cases, the only way we can adjust our AFR without making any physical modifications is by changing the amount of fuel going into the motorcycle. Now you might think, okay, we have a theoretically best value, which is the stoichiometric ratio, which makes our engine run at ideal scenario. So the manufacturer must be taking this value of 14.7, putting it into their coding software and saying, okay, every motorcycle that we go out has to have an AFR of 14.7 is to one. And that is going to make sure that the engines run perfectly fine. Unfortunately, that is not the case because internal combustion engines are very complicated machinery. You have thousands of parts doing hundreds of jobs at the same time. And it's a very, very intricate sort of system. How this system works is in order for you to be able to produce maximum power, you need to be able to run rich. Why you ask? Because if you think about it, if I have a stoichiometric ratio and I have 14.7 parts of air and one part of fuel, right? Now on a molecular level, each molecule of fuel needs to have every single molecule of oxygen available to it at that time for it to be able to complete that chemical reaction. This in the real world, inside an engine is not physically possible. In the olden days with old carburetor technology, there used to be lumps of fuel that would just get flown in into the engine and there would be lumps of fuel inside the combustion chamber here and there, and they would not have enough air around them to be able to completely combust. With modern fuel injector technology and fuel atomization technology really advancing with you know direct injection, port injection, multiple injection and whatnot, we have gotten quite closer to fuel having oxygen molecules near it for a good enough clean combustion. But still, it is not an ideal scenario. So what do we do? As we discussed, the amount of air that goes inside your engine is constant. So we need to make sure that the amount of fuel going into the engine makes full utilization of that amount of air that goes into your engine. So what we do is we add extra fuel. Yes, some of that fuel goes unburned, some of that fuel goes into the exhaust, but we make sure that the amount of air that is inside the engine, which is physically limited, is being made full use of. This is, of course, in a scenario where you want to make full utilization of your engine, but manufacturers have a lot, a lot of strict guidelines which is why they cannot run their motorcycles optimally. Now, in order to understand why don't manufacturers run their motorcycle at stoichiometric or at maximum power, 
we need to first understand what are the pros and cons of running the motorcycle rich or lean, which is higher than 14.7 or lower than 14.7. Let's discuss the lean side first, where we don't have enough fuel inside the combustion chamber. What are the pros of this? The first most obvious pro is going to be fuel economy because you have lesser fuel going inside the engine, creating a smaller bank, still producing significant amount of power for you to be able to run the motorcycle, but you're using a lot less amount of fuel. So economy being a big, big pro. Yes, you're not going to be producing maximum power, but fuel economy is very desirable in a lot of areas for a lot of manufacturers. The second pro is going to be, if you think about it, you have a small mixture, you have less fuel. So that less fuel is going to burn faster. What this means to you as a rider is that your engine is going to be more responsive because that combustion is going to happen faster, that pressure build up inside the cylinder head is going to be faster and that power is going to be delivered that fraction amount faster. So your motorcycle is going to feel more responsive. The cons of this mixture being one, you're not utilizing the full capacity of your motorcycle engine. And the second, your engine tends to run a little bit hotter. When I say engine, I mean the combustion chamber. It does not mean that the rider may necessarily feel the heat. If the cooling system is up to the job, the rider will not even notice it. But those are your pros and cons of running a lean mixture. On the other hand, we have a rich mixture. Now, what are the pros of running a rich mixture? The first obvious pro being you are obviously going to produce the right amount of power. The second pro, the opposite of lean, being that your engine combustion chamber is going to run cooler. This is obviously better for your engine because if your combustion chamber temps temperatures really go high, then you can start to notice knocking inside your engine. And eventually, if they keep on increasing, you can have like damage inside your engine, you know, with burnt piston heads and Whatnot. Although that's a very drastically extreme example, that is probably not something that we will experience, but you might notice knock and you might notice an increased wear in your engine because of higher cylinder temperatures. The obviously two cons of running a richer mixture is going to be lower fuel economy, obviously, because you're putting more fuel in your engine. And second, and most importantly, it's going to be higher emissions. Because you have this fuel which is going inside your combustion chamber, it is not getting combustion, it is going thrown straight out into the exhaust. This is not very great for the environment. So emissions by a rich mixture don't really help. Of course, there are catalytic converters in your exhaust and a lot of other things to reduce emissions as well. but those are other complications of your motorcycle which we are not discussing today. We are discussing AFR and having a richer mixture doesn't really help the emissions. Which is why in the modern day where emission norms have gotten really, really stringent, manufacturers have had to find ways of reducing their emissions. And one of those ways is making your motorcycle run leaner than it needs to run in order to meet emission norms. This fits us perfectly into the next part which is why we need to know what our motorcycle's AFR is. Now as we discussed earlier, modern manufacturers have their hands tied with a lot of emission norms, fuel economy requirements and whatnot. Because of all of that, 
they are unable to produce the maximum potential from their motorcycles out of the factory. We as owners might want to have a look into that. For one, we can get more potential, more power out of the motorcycles, but mainly we can make the motorcycles run better for our conditions. See, a manufacturer designs a motorcycle for a variety of conditions, right? A KTM Duke 390 is designed for India, for America, for Africa, for a lot of countries where the environmental conditions are very different. And if you are going to only run it in one specific place, then you might as well tune it for that particular environmental conditions. The amount of air temperature, the amount of air going inside, all of that makes a difference to your AFR, which make a drastic change to the way your motorcycle is run. Now you will say, okay, what can I do about the AFR on my motorcycle? What we can do, what options do we have, what products we can use, what the ideal AFR ratio for your motorcycle is. All of this will be discussed in part two of this podcast. Stay tuned for that. If you have any questions or any ideas that you want me to include in part two, hit me up on Instagram and I'd love to answer you on that. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I want to hear your stories, your motorcycle experiences, what you've been doing and how motorcycles have made your life better. So if you have something to say, DM us on Instagram. Uh, and uh, I'll be more than happy to get you on this podcast.